you hear every word thing as she's walking up to the house. She's just like, oh, damn, I said bleep that shit yeah, out. I'll try. You literally, you said the word again. <laughs> yeah, I can't fix that. Fuck yeah, it. I we're, said we're, it. we're out here, baby. Let's go. I'm All getting right. spicy. Podcast listeners, it's your boy Nebulous Knopf and Cancerous Charlie. Yeah, Be- <laughs> chill. You finally give me a nickname and you call me Cancerous. That's what we're doing. Yo, you told me to surprise you, dog. Uh, I mean, that's a surprise, I guess. Holy shit, dude! Thank you. Sorry for cutting you off. Um, but- yeah, so back into the intro. Uh, we're missing Gary yet again this week. Uh, he's balls deep in some accounting work that really got him grinding it out um so uh you know back out again like last week hashtag free gary man free gary man come on a public accounting is has been gruesome to gary man uh, what are they even talking about he's on a call right now it's late at night like what what, what are they doing who cares let my boy numbers out. are numbers who who cares Free Gary man, baby. Please give him back. We miss him. But we we out here. We're still here. We're moving on. You know, Gary we're- Gary wishes he could be here. Uh, we almost made it work this week. He got pulled into something last minute. It's all good though, baby. But Nafis, I know you usually like to remind the people the format of the show. They better know. They, they if, better know what's if up. They, if they don't know by now, uh, what, what what should we? What do you have? Do you have um, anything to tell them? Uh, yes, I'm still going to you know, give the general show format for our new listeners, especially if this is your first episode that you're listening to. Uh, we're going to have our general format. So we first kind of jump into some follow ups, typically things that we had either from a previous episode that lead into polls on Instagram and other social media platforms. Um, and then any trending tech we might have discussed in the previous episodes um, that might have reoccurred or any iterations that have happened to the story. Um, then we actually dive into the trending tech of the week and, uh, you know, drop into a meteor topic. Which oh, those is meaty be- topics, baby. Oh, yeah. We love a meaty. And uh, this thick boy of the week is going to be into delivery apps and uh, things of that nature. That's right. Delivery apps. That'll be our thick boy one. That's what made me into a thick boy. I've been using (laughs) way too many delivery apps, dude. Last night, too, I had no reason of ordering this Mexican place here as I ordered it. But (laughs) we'll get into that. But Nafis, one of the most important things, how the hell are you? I would say, you know... In a work level, I had everything planned out very meticulously, and a lot of my work just kind of shit the bed from external factors, and I'm kind of having to deal with it, and it's going to ruin my weekend. But outside of that, uh, life-wise, you know, I talked about last week about retail therapy, bought a ton of shit, and... (laughs) So much stuff. It's a ridiculous amount of stuff. The things have now come in. My Brooklyn and bedding... Fucking 10 out of 10. Love it. What else we got? We got all of our smart home gear, but I think the funniest shit we got is our like, um, we had a handyman come out and like install all of our security cameras. Oh my God. This shit is the funniest thing. Um, oh yeah. I like our outdoor security cameras. That would have taken us like a year, by the way. Like it would have taken us an entire year living here to get those up by ourselves. He did it in like 15 minutes for all three. Yeah, we're good at technology and setting stuff up, but like not good at like drilling into cement. 
Nah. Like, <laughs> and, like, setting up I mean, camera. we don't have the gear for it. You made it look easy. But, yeah, these outdoor security cameras, dude. So, we went with a brand called Arlo. Uh, you can find them on Amazon anywhere. They're, they're pretty uh, nicely reviewed. They had a good deal on Black Friday. I think three of the cameras for... It was under like two fifty, I feel like, which maybe um, two hundred even. I don't know. I thought it was like two ninety nine. Uh, I'm thinking we use the app Splitwise to split things. Yeah. I, I think I had that in mind, but yeah, it was much cheaper than they normally retail for. Two oh, K right. quality. Yeah, split between them. yeah, but I mean that doesn't yeah. help other people. Yeah. Like that they who knows what yeah. they split it. These cameras. So the app tells you as soon as there's movement, if there's a person, if there's a vehicle, like in the space right in front of wherever you put the cameras or an animal. We had we've had these things for I don't know. Maybe almost a week now, but the first within the first few days we've had these, uh, they've come so cl- they become clutch. Uh, I guess this part is in clutch, but we had I think the first two nights at least four or five different species of animals that have shown up. So there's like a little I don't know what you would call it in front of the home. Maybe like a little. Uh, it, it, I want to say the word pavilion. Or patio. Yeah. No, I want to say patio. like foyer, but that's not it. It's, it ain't a foyer, dude. I think it, it has to be inside. Yeah, you're right. I think uh, it's covered. It, you know, foyer is a nice word. I, I don't use that word enough. I, just, I don't have a foyer. Yeah, the same. But you know what? Let's call it. All right. The foyer in front of the house, the, the front door foyer. We have it's a pretty much a useless piece of space. It like, is. And there's going to be a driveway there when permits uh, you know, are accepted by the city. Uh, I don't want to reveal what man. city we live in to the listeners, but you know, there's there will be a driveway there. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's Hollywood, Florida. So anyways, we have these animals that are getting tracked by the camera. And so they all do the same thing. Different species of animals. They they come up into this little foyer in front of the front door, this big square thing of cement. They like roam around a little bit. Then they walk straight up to the front fucking door. Every time. Every every time. time. Like iguana, cat, dog. Uh, Possum. Possum, (laughs) rat. Raccoon. Raccoon. Uh, The raccoon raccoon was in the backyard, I think. But then I, yeah, it wasn't. Was I it? thought, so, I thought yeah, it was the front. I no, don't know. because I thought it was the raccoon. It, so you could oh. see it kind of like go around like the side gate of our house. And I thought that was the raccoon. But apparently you told me it was a possum. And then there was a separate raccoon in the backyard. Yeah, the raccoon came after. That raccoon was thick, though. Oh, that my boy God. Is that, he be eating down here <laughs> in Hollywood, dude. He is. Yeah, that, that raccoon is having no problem finding trash to eat. Uh but oh, it, it, Charlie. So this is about me. I remember because um, you asked it, me how I am, and I want to give my anecdotal story of why I'm so glad we have these fucking cameras. Let's do it. So, um, you know, uh, we, we've got like so Hollywood's got this like uh, interesting structure where they have like parking in the oh, like God. back alleys of homes. So um, in our back alley, you know, we we turn into the back alley and then we have a parking space. Uh, we have a garage, and then we've got this sort of grassy area uh, to park a car. So I usually like to like back into that space to be able to peel out in the morning or whatever, uh, whenever I'm leaving. What I noticed is, is I didn't notice this until later, but I went to work and there was just like this strange smell following me all fucking day. And I remember like it, it hit me in the morning and I had like a coworker near me and I was just like, hey, like, do you smell that? Something smells weird in here, right? And she's like, yeah, it definitely smells weird. And I was like, can you smell me? Like I hope it's not me. And she's like, it's not you, but it's definitely near you. Like I noticed it when you like moved closer here, but like not there. I don't know what it is. Um, I go about my whole fucking day, uh, not realizing what this is. And until like I'm under somebody's desk at work, like connecting a cable together. And, um, they're like, Hey dude, why you got dog shit on your shoes? (laughs) 
I'm walking around all day with, and it's not like a little bit. It's like a clump yeah. that's like stuck on the side of my fucking white shoes. Oh, by that's the, the way. worst, dude. Um, and I'm like, I've been wondering how the hell could I've stepped in dog shit? Like I was like retracing my steps mentally. And lo and behold, what it is, is where I park my fucking car. Since it's a grassy area, people have their dogs shit in that fucking area constantly. Yeah. So like Knopf has said, it's a really odd structure in Hollywood. Like, these are like single family homes, mostly in neighborhoods. And you have your regular street. A lot of them have driveways in the front. A lot of them don't like us currently. And then there's just street parking. And then these alleys will be where a, a driveway, a garage, and then our backyard is essentially where our driveway and garage is off of this alley. And that's where an office is parking his car and there's grass. So what we have found since we had the cameras is, well, before we had the cameras, we have found a lot of dog shit as Knopf has found the hard way. But we have also found through the cameras and through seeing it a little bit, was this one family that lives near us and they have maybe four dogs or so always walk their dogs unleashed through the alley, which doesn't have much grass. Which seems also quite unsafe. Yeah, Um, because the alley is a one way alley. Like if someone is coming the same time as you, like someone has to back up or like go to the side very quickly or you're just going to have a bad time. Uh, It's 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 always like anxiety driving, even just be in the alley. Like it's like you want to get out of there as soon as possible. It's weird. I've gotten kind of used to it at this point, but there's excuse me i think you you mentioned it maybe this morning like somebody else was going through the alley or something where like you're like oh they don't live in hollywood because anyone who like might live in hollywood and goes through these like back alleys they kind of get it you know yeah depending on who's kind of like on maybe further along the alley and it, you guys can kind of gauge the yeah. distance you'll know who can kind of veer off a little bit and someone will do the courtesy to move over to the yeah. side so another person can pass but it, it it's unsafe to, to have your dogs unleashed in the alleys is the point right and yeah. he's, this family has let their dog shit there for who knows how long, but now we've moved in, right? And so things are different now. Where my bedroom, which I happen to be in twice when the cameras went off for these people with the dogs, gone off. I ran over to the garage. I think I, uh, for the first encounter, yeah. we didn't have the cameras yet. Okay. Yeah, for the first encounter, I think we heard the dogs in the backyard. That's and they right, were, that's They right. happened to be leashed that time, and you and I both went out there. Yeah, well... And they were not friendly dogs. They I were remember not. there was like all three of them trying to fucking eat me alive. And I'm yeah. like, hey, bro. Uh. Yeah, but we didn't mention too anything about the shit that time. Yeah. So then the second time, I think it was this. It was always the same people. But second time I go out there, I open the garage and I'm like, yo, like I, I it's instant. As soon as I get the notification, I get a glimpse of the camera. Arlo's great, by the way, like uh, by like these cameras are awesome. Like they've saved a, a lot of trouble for us. Like uh, beyond this story. I will say our handyman did say he likes Eufy cameras a little bit better. Yeah, but he uh, also said they don't do 2K resolution and they do. So uh, they, he probably has an old thing. Uh, the uh, 2K yes. resolution's fucking hitting, though. Yeah, no, so Arlo cameras, we like them. But so I, I run out there immediately. I open up the garage. Dude's startled. I'm like, yo, my man, like there's been tons of dog shit here. Are you letting your dog shit here? Meanwhile, he's telling me, no, no, not me, dude. No, 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 no. And then like there's literally two dogs in the grass as he's telling me, no, like it, it couldn't be me. Right. So then he walks out. He scurries away. Then another person of his family, I think the next day, sets off the cameras again. I open up the garage immediately. I come out there. He's already primed. He He's probably heard the news. The cameras also flash a very bright light. It's very noticeable when Great the cameras are activated. We've had some weird dude also walk in late at night. He looked like he was about to like 
change his clothes or he like was start doing something like weird. He was wearing a suit. It was very weird. And then he saw the lights and he looked up and he ran the other way. And he like went yeah. through this like weird ass alley yeah. that I think hits a dead end. Like yeah, so, so I, it, it's already been great these cameras, but. The dude, he's like, oh, yo, we're picking it up. Don't worry. We're picking up. Like, yo, there's been a lot of dog shit lately, man. I know it's your dogs and your family. I'm like, come on, my man. Like, you know, please just pick it up. We'd really appreciate it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got you now. And ever since the cameras, when they activate, when this family, they still don't have them leashed. They still run in for a second. But both of these guys that walk these dogs are so quick to get them out of our yard now. They're frantically doing it. And we have it all on the camera. Like we can see it like very like, like, no, no, like whatever their dumb dogs names are like, y'all get out of here. Like, yeah. they, they don't even get a chance to shit anymore. So within and just mere days of having this, like everything's changed completely. And, and what I think is dumb is like, I'm not against having your dog shit in there. You know, it's like, just dog pick it up. shit. We get it. We get it. Like pick, pick up it up. The shit. We've yeah. got a fucking trash can behind yeah. it. You can put it all away. It's, it's literally a fenced in yard that has an opening. Yeah. That's inconvenient for us to close the gate. And that's another thing. Random people are closing our gate. We haven't <laughs> caught them yet. But I remember I came home and I called you and I was like, hey, dude, did you, did you close the gate? And you're like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Closing the gate makes no sense at all. But these cameras are awesome. Our tech is hidden right now. We're out here, baby. Oh, and I guess. You know, people who have ring doorbells definitely have these experiences, too, where, you know, you might catch, you know, being drunk, coming home after a night out, videos like that. It catches a lot. It catches a lot. Everything. You got to really trust people you live with that have access to the ring doorbell. (laughs) But the Arlo cameras provide a little bit more insight that are so funny because, one, they stay on a little bit longer. And the audio quality is what's insane. It captures like audio from like across the street. That's right. It does. The audio is wild. The video is wild. And you get to get different angles. So for our front door, you know, we have our front door camera and then an overhead angle of the whole uh, what we're calling the foyer, which is not a foyer. It's it's a foyer. (laughs) Oh, dude, it's yeah. These cameras are awesome. We've captured a lot. You know, what? maybe we'll post a video because I've been meaning to do this anyway. A compilation of the animals coming up oh yeah i yeah we can save the videos i might do that uh maybe show the guy that's also letting his dog shit scurrying away It'll, i'll see how how uh how much motivation i have to make these videos but yeah yeah it's it's highly recommended for anyone that has any type of concerns you live in a a, a house that can you know utilize this or even an apartment that's just in a certain area you have to get one of them or something yeah it, it, it gives you you have so much just peace it, of mind. Peace of mind yeah. is really what it is, yeah. especially when we've had just certain questions of like, who the fuck's closing our gate or like, you know, who's shitting in our lawn yeah. or whatever. And it also gives you a lot more information about like, you know, you know, we live in a more high trafficked area. You know, yeah. people are crossing the street a lot or vehicles are moving and it definitely gives us a lot of more like uh, false alarms. Yeah. Um, but if you're in definitely a quiet neighborhood, if something moves by, it it, it should alert you. Yeah. Um, or just to give you an idea of what's going on in your area. Maybe there's stray animals that you weren't aware of or whatever, but um, super easy to install. I mean, I would just suggest super buying easy it. to hire. Yeah, yeah, it, it, just yes. hire someone to do it. It's not going to cost you a lot of money if you're holding cheap. back. Yeah. yeah. And like, honestly, we spent like very little money and we had like basically mounted all kinds of stuff in our house from like curtain yeah. rods across the whole house to cameras um and then oh and we also got a really good um automated door lock um, oh yeah the eufy one eufy yeah. is an anchor brand from amazon yeah they partnered to wait is eufy anchor brand or are they partnered 
Um, I think it's Eufy by Anchor. I think Anchor absorbed them. And then really? With, with oh, Amazon. good shit. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Eufy also does our robot vacuum that we yeah. bought. I mean, we, we bought so much stuff. Oh, I mean, the robot we, vacuum. We, we can talk we about just the stuff we oh bought. For, oh, yeah. We, we could talk about this for hours, dude. All but, right, let's stop. I'm sorry. It, it's, tech no, is great. It's a podcast. We're yeah. supposed to talk. And you don't apologize to me. I'm just, the tech is great. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Like, there's no, like, regret from buying this stuff. Brook linen sheets again. I got the washed linen. Yeah. If you're looking into that stuff, we're going to drop, you know, a referral code in there. If you're interested in buying some sheets, um, they I are like expensive. how I taught you about the Brooklyn and stuff and you're using your referral code. Yeah. You didn't teach me about it. I, I brought it up first. I told you I had the Brooklyn. I've uh, had Brooklyn for like four years. Dude. So I didn't realize you had it, but I did ask you. I was like, hey, what do you think about these Brooklyn sheets? You're like, yeah, I have them. They're great. And oh, I was okay. like, perfect. Uh, but we also have different types. You know, I've yeah. got the washed linen. I think, what, do you have the satin ones? I think so, yeah. Okay. I got to lay in your bed sometime. Uh, I want to see. You definitely they... laid it. You just didn't know they were Brooklyn. So no, I've never actually like laid down. You usually really? have like a, you have a blanket on top of your I bed. I do have a blanket typically. on top, yeah. That's great. I also bought a fuck ton of athleisure clothing. I think I mentioned that last time. They look great. I've needed this for way too long. Yeah. Um, I bought one risque article of clothing. It's called a stringer. I don't need this stringer, but for some reason, I love it. Yeah. It looks good on you, dude. It shows off. Yeah, you're, you're fit. My as, ribs. You're fit as hell, my <laughs> dude. You're low-key ripped. I tell everyone that. But yeah, this, <laughs> Thank you. this is your thought Not. outfit. It is. It is just you are you're out there. You're showing it off. You wore it to a cycling class this morning. I didn't wear the stringer. No, I'm not. Oh, ready you for thought that. about it. Yeah, right, that's right. Well, enough about me looking sexy, Charlie. Uh, why don't we jump into some of these follow ups we got from our uh, Instagram polls? It, yeah. And, and uh, one of the things I'm highly shocked that has happened, you did it the last possible moment. For approximately hour. five to six weeks, I'd say at this point. Right. It's probably been that many episodes. Um, but feels like more probably, probably honestly. maybe more, uh, Gary and Knopf is, it was actually Gary's idea. Now that I think about it, um, it? Oh, yeah, okay. it was Gary's idea. He said, I think he stopped the whole show and said, Knopfice, we need to post <laughs> fat Charlie content on Instagram for the people. We, yeah. And you, you guys did not do it for five or six episodes. It was posted today on Instagram stories. Uh, it was labeled Husky to be a little bit more politically correct. Yeah. Uh, although well, our poll has showed I forgot. I, I don't have the stats in front of me. I forgot to do this one. But, oh, um, shit. You're right. We posted a poll that was, is Husky just tiptoeing around the term fat? And the poll results came back over 90%. It was like 92% said um, said yes to it. Husky just being another word for fat and you're tiptoeing around it. So that was the workaround for feeling bad for posting fat Charlie content. We just called it Husky Charlie content. It's you don't need to. to I was trying to go. find it. I, yeah, I it failed miserably. Yeah, that was that was just not eating. Yeah, everyone says uh, husky content. Yep. It, yeah, husky is definitely a euphemism for fat, as I said it in is. the previous episode. It is so husky. Charlie content was posted. I will say I got a couple nice messages from people. Like so glad you're. You're healthy now. Um, you were still kind of like, you know, you weren't that bad looking when you were a husky. I know I was like, thanks for being nice. But like, let's be real. I know. But uh, there was a video of, of me jumping into a hotel bed in slow motion. Uh, there was a couple photos of me as well. One where my buttons were definitely working overtime while oh, sitting next to Gary. working overtime, Those baby. buttons, dude, woo, put, push to the limit. You know what? I'm glad you posted it because you did claim on the last episode if you did not post it, you would shave your eyebrows. 
I believe you also said um, Gary's butthole would have to be shaved as well. I'm willing to shave his butthole um, on air. On air. Wow. Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if only Gary Mann was freed, you know, he could defend himself, agree, disagree. I have no idea. But yeah, we, we have posted. Hey guys, I wax. Is that your Gary? <laughs> yeah, that's my Gary boy. Yeah, I wax. Yeah. There's not anything to take out. But you know, good job, Nafit. I'm proud of you for Thank getting you. the content, posting the content, keeping your word true after so many weeks. I needed um, to, you know, up the ante for myself. I work better under pressure. That's right. I mean, a lot of, most people do. Like, maybe some people don't. I don't know. Who cares? But <laughs> Fat Charlie content, you also had a poll. Um, yes. This is related to a previous episode. What episode number? I don't know. We've had so many episodes lately. We're a big podcast now, baby. I have no idea what episode it was, but we talked about one where Nafis claimed that people, or no, Nafis told us about a friend of his who said that people at the gym who are overweight and working proven. out smell like Burger King Whoppers. A friend of his said this, which didn't come out that clearly in that podcast episode. It sounded like Nafis said this, uh, which was not the case. He was relaying what someone uh, told him. Uh, but I also agree. So it was yeah, there so was a revelation once I was at the gym and I'm like, yo, it kind of smells like Whoppers. And then I realized where it was coming from. And I was like, wow, my friend was right. He was right. I'm not the friend, by the way. It's his birthday today. Who's the friend? Yo, Alex Moskov, it's you. Shout oh out my for God. my boy. Alex Moskov. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I didn't know that either. Sagittarius gay. He don't smell like a Whopper. He's fit. But let me tell you, he I was fit. not in Sexy the Fat Charlie fuck. content. So Nafis put a poll up related to that episode and what he said. Does he, does this guy look like he smells like a Whopper? 73% of you guys said yes. So that's the act. I also voted yes for the record. I definitely probably smelled uh, like a Whopper. Although I did, I kept myself clean. I actually, no, I say definitely. I didn't smell like a Whopper. Maybe when I worked out, who knows? For someone who suffers from hyperhidrosis and I've known you for me. quite a bit of time, uh, I don't think I've ever had like smelled. You've never smelled bad. Um, yeah. I look like I should smell bad, but I don't. And, and I'll also note this. Um, I definitely stirred the pot out here in IG. Um, oh my God. I know what you're talking about. As you always do with this type of situation. So there is, you know, I looked at who's viewed the poll and like who I would have loved to vote, especially for yes. Um, and there may have been an ex of Charlie's that I know that had seen it. Um, so I reached out. Um, I was hoping to do it through my own personal Instagram page, but I did it through the podcast page. That Which was is a mistake Nafis makes all the I time. I do it frequently. He thinks he's messaging from the podcast page or vice versa. He's not. God. Weird things are said. It just uh, doesn't make sense. Happens often. Classic Noff. Sent it out to her and I was just like, yo, I saw you saw that poll. You going to vote or not? And, you know, she went back and she voted. And I appreciated that. Um, but what surprised me is she voted no. I would have expected her to vote yes, a hundred percent. I I I have no, I don't know what to add to this. I mean, I guess there's not much more yeah. for you to add, but I will say for you, Charlie, she did come out and say you always smelled good. Appreciate I feel that. like that Thank speaks you. volumes for you. You know, for someone who you know is well, she wasn't dating me when I was Whopper, Charlie. I'll tell you that. So I mean, <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> she would have never. <laughs> Most people, I mean, most people, I wouldn't have dated me until I was Whopper Charlie, I'll tell you that. So, uh, yeah, okay, I mean. You're huggable. Yeah, but you, you shouldn't be messaging exes of mine. I really don't need to be doing this, but nah. I'm out here. Yeah, that's, that's whatever. We had another poll, another <laughs> poll that did not stir the pot. <laughs> this was 
Uh, so we posted a couple. We've talked about one star reviews lately, uh, quite a bit actually. Um, I've been, um, you know, I, I'd say Gary specifically thinks I hand out one star reviews like candy. I don't. We had a terrible dining experience here in Hollywood. Not to name names, Patty Max of Hollywood. It was it was one of the worst dining experiences of our life, and I'm not going to get into it too much. We posted it on the stories, uh, but it, it was it, it was very bad. It, just everything about it. So we shared on Instagram stories, uh, Novice's one star review, my one star review. And then we both kind of realized that, you know, we, if we put the time, which is actually not that much time, I've always thought it would be a lot of time. It's and not. We, and we, I take food photos anyway. I'm that loser that does that. You either hate it or you yeah. love it. Now Novice is starting to do it. We are going to have a competition on who will become a Yelp elite first. Uh, I want it to be noted a couple of things here real quick. Yeah. Uh, for one, Charlie wrote his review uh, after I wrote mine. Um, now, granted, he would have written a better review than me anyway, but it does make a difference that I wrote mine first and he had time to evaluate and rewrite a better one because oh, you mean, have a bar set. So, uh, I mean, there's no competition between the two reviews. I mean, that doesn't that's not the thing. Um, but I will say, uh, in addition to this, Charlie, I'm actually surprised Charlie is not even on this. Like, like Charlie takes food pictures all the time. He writes great copy. This is exactly up his alley. I'm actually a little disappointed that you're not on it. And I'm actually excited for this competition because whoever does win will be able to nominate the other person to become a Yelp elite person. But so, I guess we'll talk a little bit more about how you become a Yelp elite to, for that to even make sense and only help each other. So essentially the way you become a Yelp elite, and I, I was peeping some people on Yelp that are Yelp elites and they don't even have that many reviews. I saw someone who's a Yelp elite with like eight reviews. What? Yeah. So here's the, here's the scoop of how to become a Yelp elite. It's almost like writing like a college entrance exam, except it's not nearly as extensive or important at all. You, you literally write into them. You nominate yourself. You need a real picture of yourself. We both have real photos yeah. of ourselves. You need like uh, some stuff filled out in your profile and some reviews, right? And then the oh, last I didn't thing know that profile, I got to do that. Shit. Yeah, and then you just write in why you should be nominated to be Yelp Elite. And for anyone that doesn't know what Yelp Elite is, to take a step back, uh, it's a classification you get on Yelp. Let's say it next to your name when you post a review. Maybe your reviews are prioritized over other people. Fine. That's cool. They have like little local events that like only Yelp elites can go to. Maybe there's free food. Maybe you try a new restaurant. Um, I don't really even care about any of that. I just want to get Yelp elite before an office does. Um, hey. And that's that's it. That, that's all I care about. I I know I have it in me to become Yelp elite quite easily. Some of the people I've seen with Yelp elite, they have no business being Yelp elite. I, I'm not going to call them out here. You have no business being Yelp elite. I do have that business if I want it. He really now does have it. that business. Like I don't. I, I very much don't. Yeah, but it's so funny too. Now in the office, every time he's like, "I didn't take a picture." Like, oh my god! Yeah. And I'm not good at taking the food photos. Oh, he's terrible I'm at terrible it. Terrible at it. I oh, have the so high bad. def phone. I've got the best phone to take. iPhone food 13 Pro Max, baby. He still sucks but at it. But now I have a reason to get better at all of these yeah, things. You do, and it's just funny that all of this started with us just being like, "We're going to leave a one star review." I'm. Yeah, we're so mad. Yeah, and now happen. we're doing it. So. That's our competition. Who will get to Yelp Elite first? We'll let you all know how that goes. We did put a poll after we posted our one-star reviews from Patty Max, uh, which was, who do you think will become Yelp Elite first? 58% voted for me and 42% for Nafis. This was surprising to me. I think that this, 
I, I don't think, I think a lot of people that know both of us voted for me, but then I think the other votes were either people that just knew one of us more from yeah. when I was looking at like the vote break. A lot of people actually voted in it. I'm surprised yeah. as many people voted for, I mean, people who know both of us, it, it, honestly, like it should have been way more skewed. To, yeah. To, like it, it's not even a question. I'm going to admit it. Like you should, like yeah. you have all the qualifications to be the Yelp elite. Yeah, uh, it's <laughs> as given by the Husky Charlie photo. Oh yeah, Husky Charlie. I, I mean, I started young. Yeah. <laughs> I, started, I, I was Yelpaline at the age of eight, baby. I was like, <laughs> before you even had DSL. I don't even know if we had a dial up then. Oh god, I'm old. Let's let me yeah, shut yeah. up. But <laughs> yeah, Yelp Elite content, baby, coming soon. Um, but you know, this does kind of segue a little bit into some trending tech, actually. Because we're great at segues, but Novice, you've talked a lot about supply chain issues. Uh, supply chain is affecting. This is part of the reason why I was saying his work life is in shamble. Supply chain issues. What are we talking about? Chip shortages. That's why Teslas stuff. and EVs are taking so long. Even regular ass cars are taking so long. Computers to order, monitors, TVs. Prices going up. They ain't going down. You, you spend a little bit more than you would have Black Friday a year or two ago, uh, but. Dumb as fuck. But supply chain issues have gone too far because it is also affecting food that has no business being affected by supply chain issues. And what is happening in New York right now? Novice, do you do you want to just say the headline? You don't have to say everything that's going on. Just say the headline for me, baby. Wait, let me scroll a little bit. I scrolled a little past it. There's a cream cheese crisis and bagel shop owners are panicking. This is correct. These bagel shop owners in New York are panicking and not just any cream cheese, like not like whatever. I don't know. What's that mean? But Philadelphia. Philadelphia like, yeah, no, they're fine. You can go to a grocery right. store. You get Philadelphia all day. So reason why people love local bagel shops, right? Part of it is the cream cheese, right? Like bagels are yeah, good. They make their like, own oh, fucking I love the spread and shit. Yeah, they have sure. the best chive cream cheese, whatever. So what people are doing that own these shops. Bagels is, are overrated. I, I kind of agree with that, actually. It's a fucking piece oh, of Oh, but you know what bagels I hate? Einstein bagels. Uh, trash. Yeah. Trash ass bagels. They taste like bread, cardboard. Dude, and they're so expensive if you want something that doesn't taste like cardboard. Oh, at Einstein's? Yeah, it's yeah, so Yeah, they have no expensive. business charging what they charge at Einstein's. I mean, it's, it's I don't know why people go there. It's insane. But regardless of that, real bagel places, particularly in New York, they're struggling because there's been a spike in demand for cream cheese from these owners and not just any cream cheese, a cream cheese that is like, kind of like, I don't know what like you would what, say, like not raw, organic, yeah, raw, like unprocessed cream cheese. Yeah. And so then what these places do is they take this, they turn it into the different flavors they have, they process it there. That's what makes it fresh. That what makes it better than what you buy in the grocery store. So this is being very, this has become very hard. There's labor shortages at factories. There's a national truck driver shortage. Oh, my God. And the packaging supplies are shortage. No. So I don't know why cream cheese specifically is suffering from this. Maybe it's a – I guess it wouldn't be that. Maybe it is related to the with the chicken wing shortage that happened earlier this yeah. year that we talked about, which is why Wingstop started doing thigh stop. It's online. a lot of like labor yeah. slash transportation shortages, yeah. right? Like what's affecting fast food workers a exactly. lot too. Yeah. So there's a lot of shortages there. So what the bagel shops are, are doing, they're buying a lot in advance as much as they can. They're paying premiums. Some of them are even resorting to buying like those lower tier cream cheese 
products like I guess I, that I we mean, know we're so out Philadelphia. well. Philadelphia. <laughs> I mean, like I, I don't know what's better in a store or not. I mean, I'm sure like the, yeah, the ones that are like a bagel shop are fine, but like they are buying things. Wait, don't use. tell me this affects cheesecake though. Oh, you know what? Actually, it does affect other products that use cream cheese. No, we've gone too far. It said like so. The articles have said not yet. It doesn't affect them, but it will. And there are things that use cream cheese that you may not realize. Um, I don't remember them off the top of my head, but I do have in a, just a, a quick tip for anyone that likes donuts. If you like donuts, the best donut, in my opinion, to get, and it sounds terrible at first, is a cream cheese donut. Wait, really? Yeah. I thought you were going to say sour cream. Oh, it is sour cream. Shit. Holy shit, dude. Come oh, on. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that, re- regardless... <laughs> What is the difference between cream cheese and sour cream? Like, like obviously, besides uh, the taste, where where do they both come from? Dude, don't ask me, dog. I I just wanted to <laughs> deflect from my mistake. Don't answer that question. No one cares about the question. We all know the difference by taste. But sour cream donuts, let me tell you, those are the move. Everyone I tell about them, they eat them. They're like, whoa, you were right. I didn't expect them to taste that way. But you know what? That's nothing good. to do with cream cheese. They are the good. Um, I know you don't like donuts. I, I, so I'm not huge on donuts. So if I like donuts, they're going to be like simple ones, right? Yeah. They got to be like just your general plain glazed. Um, but sour cream falls into that bucket. Um, they taste very similar to glazed, but I, I I have to have more sour cream ones to, and especially comparatively to glazed to really make a decision there. Yeah. it's Yelp review coming soon from a reputable uh, restaurant. <laughs> Hollywood Donut Factory. Oh, yeah. You get me like breakfast sandwiches from there. I did do that a couple times for you. I'm a really nice roommate, aren't I? Yeah, you're a good guy. Thanks, bud. I appreciate that. Well, you know what? Let's wrap up this this uh, shower cream, cheese cream, <laughs> cream, cheese cream. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. All right. I- I'm done. But you know what? We wrapped that up. But you know what else got wrapped up, baby? Spotify. Spotify. That's right. Spotify <laughs> so wrapped. So many awesome stories to look out on Instagram. Who were your top artists? Were you in the top five or 0.5% of Drake listeners? You sure as hell were. Should Dude, you feel I, special? <laughs> Absolutely not. But you do. You shared it on I'm Instagram. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I'm oh, 0.5% of fucking forever the sickest kids. Yeah, which is like. What a pop punk like emo is. I went through a I middle school music middle, phase. I to them Honestly, I think some of it's because we listened to it together while we worked out. We did but, listen to them. Uh, but yeah. I can't blame it fully on you. I definitely listened to I think it's like the one main artist where I listened to quite a few of their songs yeah. just to reminisce in middle school. Fuck, dude. That was weird. That speaks to how little listeners <laughs> they have nowadays. Like, probably more than anything. But, the but top what, 0.5%. But what I want to talk about with Spotify Wrapped is one... Spotify wrapped while people joke about how annoying it is when people post all this stuff on there. Spotify wrapped, in my opinion, might be from any app out there. One of the best marketing campaigns and features that has ever been implemented. Brilliant. It it is brilliant. It's first off, it gives you data in a digestible way. That's about you and personalized. It doesn't feel creepy. It doesn't feel creepy. Yeah. You know what is funny? Like, these types of things, everyone will be creeped out about normally, but not this because people love music. They're passionate. And what really makes Spotify rap so smart is just how easy it is to share. And then it fosters communication with other people like, oh, my God, like, you know, your genres are X, Y, Z or like your your top artists like, yo, like blah, blah, blah. Right. 
people love that shit. It's one of the smartest things like they could ever do. Yeah. No, I mean, it just tells you a lot. And I think there's just like, um, they tell you about like what types, like the, almost like the categorize, like the vibe of the music that yes. you listen to. Mine was like confident and angst. Yes. <laughs> Mine I think was bold and hype. I like that. Yeah, which, that sounds so right for you. Yeah. I mean, how do you think I wasn't Husky Charlie anymore? I was listening to bold hype music, working out, baby. But yeah, it gives you like your colors, your top genres, top art. Like, you, you all know what Spotify wrapped is. I, yeah, I, I don't know why you I'm explaining guys know what it. Is. But it's, it's just for anyone that somehow doesn't, it doesn't use Spotify. It auto generates almost videos and images that really aggregate what you listened to in the past year. And they also marry it up with a playlist that's like 2021, your year in review, or your 2021. And it's your top songs from the year. And you listen to all those. I mean, those are some of the my most listened to playlists for a while, usually. I, and I still have previous years yeah. that I listen to once in a while. What I thought was funny is like when I reflect on seeing, um, nice, reflect on seeing like these sort of stories in the past. So like I didn't use Spotify for a long time, actually. Um, one, I think I was just, uh, it sounds terrible. I was above paying for music, especially when I uh, didn't pay for music when I was younger. Are you talking about like when you would download stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. But, I mean, every no one was yeah good spot yeah. Uh, and, you know me, I'm OCD. I would download music and then tag it perfectly. Album all that stuff, work. all that shit. And now I'm, I'm too fucking old for that shit. Everyone's too old to no be. No one does that anymore. Yeah. yeah, unless you like are like you know 14 years old and like have time to fucking do that because you don't want to spend money, whatever. So finally using Spotify, I remember seeing those things and being like, oh, this is kind of annoying or like whatever. And now what's useful about it, they do such a good job with the story making too is that. I'm I'm looking at a lot of other people's stories and I'm like, oh, that's your most listened to song. Let me listen to it. And I found a, quite a few good songs just like over the last week, just l- listening to other people's rapped or looking at it and then like liking their songs. I don't know. I just feel like that made my yeah. experience better. And whereas in the past, I was like, yeah, fuck this. This is annoying to see. Yeah, it, it is interesting to see what other people listen to. It's almost so the blend playlists do a good job of that, which is a newer feature they didn't have in the past, which makes a playlist based on what you're currently listening to. It dynamically updates daily, it claims. It, it does do that. But Wrapped is just a little bit different because you're almost like reminiscing on the year, right? Like you'll see songs in there maybe from like January, February. Like I remember when I was jamming to this song, you haven't listened to it in a while. You start jamming to it again. You see what other people were into for the whole year. But there's actual data that shows, not just yet because this came out like within the past week, but for 2020 data, they do it every December. Last year... It was a 21% bump in app downloads when Spotify Wrapped came out. So obviously, if you use Spotify, you're not re-downloading it, right? But all these people are sharing it on social media. And then you're like, oh, shit, I want it on this. Like, I want yeah. it. Or you're checking out the playlist, whatever it may be. 21% bump in app downloads in the first week of December, which is when this was released. That's nuts. Like, wow. any app developer would kill for that, right? And this is all something I did in-house they're only paying for whatever it costs to develop so this smart, internally. Yeah. They don't have to pay to market this. We're the marketers here. We're just sharing this shit. So it's, and it's yeah, exactly. And that's, what's crazy yeah. about it. It's like this wor- like organic word of mouth marketing. Yeah. It's like the same graphics are fucking used. It's like templated mm-hmm. and it's just a combination of that in like data. And it's not yeah. that hard aggregating the same data points for every single user. It's just a rinse repeat method. Use. Like, yeah, fucking genius yeah and 90 plus million people engaged with spotify wrapped in 2020 it's definitely going to be more this year for sure with how much they've grown but 
You said 98% of people engage. Oh no, I'm sorry. I said 90 million plus. Oh, I didn't. Okay. Sorry. Which a lot of people, that's unique people that have engaged with Spotify rap in 2020. So 2021, I'm sure it'll be bigger. So I do, the only recent data I do have available is actually who or which artists, which tracks, albums, et cetera, were the most popular in 2021. Olivia Rodrigo's on the list. I know it. You aren't wrong. So I'm going to go through a couple of the top ones that were streamed or or I'm going to do data for the U.S. here. So the most streamed artist in the U.S. So you already guessed Olivia Rodrigo. You know what it is. She is not in the top five of the most streamed artists in the U.S. Oh, wow. Really? No, well, she'll be mentioned soon, though. But most streamed artists in the U.S. Tell me if any of these surprise you. Drake. Taylor Swift, Bad Bunny, Juice World, Kanye West, and Bad Bunny. Um, I wasn't expecting Juice World. I guess. I mean, I'm he's not- also featured in a lot of songs now. Uh, you know, post his death. Yeah. So I mean, maybe, and a lot of the songs you know are, are pretty popular. Like they're good songs. Yeah. So that I guess makes sense in the U.S. specifically. Uh, but I'm not going to go through global and U.S. for each of these categories. But Bad Bunny is the most streamed globally. Uh, and then number three is BTS. Behind the scenes. I, I want to say sex. it's K-pop. I feel okay. like that would be a K-pop name. Yeah, I think that is K-pop. We have no idea. BTS, K-pop globally. Number three, congrats, K-pop band, BTS. We have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. But the most streamed songs in the U.S. So even though she wasn't the most streamed artist, the most streamed song in the U.S., was Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, I don't know if I know that one offhand. What's the you one that I like? Driver's License for sure. What's one my favorite? It's, I have that's one. not on here. I'll get to it though. You know what my favorite one is, right? What is it called? You can't wait any longer? I want to know. All right, the one that you like is Deja Vu. That is the one. That one hits. You're so that excited. That shit hits different. You love Deja Vu. I do. Um, but the most streamed songs in the US in 2021, Driver's License is number one by Olivia Rodrigo. Number two is good for you by her as well. So she's got the one and two spots, but she's not the number one spot as an artist. Number three. I know you like this one. Kiss me more by Doja Cat. Oh, yes, I do. Number four, which I'm glad to see, which is actually very funny because they've been their first album came out in 2014 and everyone first heard about them essentially this past two years. Heat Waves by Glass oh, Animals. No fucking surprise. No surprise in the U.S. that this. Honestly, is the marketing on that was like they was they were attributed yeah. to everything. I think there was like that Snapchat filter where mm-hmm. like it would like you know make your mouth move and stuff. And Glass Animals was one of the songs. And that's I don't think that was the driving force. No, but, but it, it's one right. of those they things a, that was like obscure. And yeah. I was like, of all the songs you would pick out of like five songs, yeah. this would be one of them. It was all over TikTok. It, like, it is hard for a band or a musical act in this genre to get. A song to be streamed that much this day and age. It really yeah. is with the type of music that's out there. Yeah, they did it. And what's interesting is, so it's a song that's kind of related to summer. It mentions June a little bit. It picked up in 2021 summer um, is when Heat Waves picked up. Like I was like when I like really like where the yeah. album came out. It was pretty big then too. It was streaming like a lot. But then this year around summer again, it got, it picked up again. And that's Super when it blew up this year. Yeah. So it's essentially been two years and this song that made it there. So very interesting there. 
Number five, this is not going to surprise you at all. Levitating by Dua Lipa featuring the baby. I'm actually like, I, so I didn't know other people listened to that. I just know you and I listened to it way you more didn't than You know other people listened to. to Levitating? How do you not know that? I didn't know it was hitting that hard. Dude, for we ain't everybody. special. We're not, we're not listening to Dude, some hipster uh, ass indie. It's, it's Dua not Lipa that I thought it was a hipster baby. or indie. I just thought it was just strange and maybe weird that we listened to that much Dua Lipa. <laughs> No, this song's huge, dude. It's shit. Yeah, huge ass song. Um, Fuck. Dua Lipa, hit me up. Yeah, hit me up too, please. Why are we asking her? Hit me up first. That's fine. (laughs) But uh, last list I have here from Spotify Wrapped aggregated data: the most popular podcast in the U.S. I have the top five. What's number one? Uh, not to be technical. Correct. What's number two? Joe Rogan podcast. That's right. What's number three? I'll uh, never guess this. I'm not going to waste our time. It's something called Crime Junkie. Wonder what that's about. I'm sure a lot of you guys know it. I don't listen to True Crime podcasts too much, but like, I feel like anyone I talk to podcasts about, like, I love True Crime. True dude, crime, a lot of people that. do. They like listen it, it, like it's not bad. I'm not chinny on what it. Is, tr- is it like actually just like podcasts about like actual crimes and yeah. how is that what True Crime yeah, is? Yeah, they talk through oh it. God. They analyze it a little bit sometimes, but it's kind of going through the story or like, people do research and get all the details around a crime and then they talk to it or they, they tell the story. It's I've listened to some, they are very interesting, but I, I just, I, I don't have time to listen to as many podcasts as I like, which is, and I'm trying to get people to listen to our own podcast, which just seems hypocritical. And then also like listening to our own yeah. podcast to like, see how we can get better. And yeah. We, we do listen to our own podcast. We're not um, egotistical. We're just you know, trying to get better. I, I don't like to hear my own voice or anything, but uh, number the next one, which would be number four in our list, it's not to be technical, is number one in the US. Yeah. Is Call Her Daddy. Do you have you ever listened to Call Her Daddy? No. So Call Her Daddy, I first heard maybe like five or six years, or maybe not, I don't know, whatever, around five years ago. It's essentially a podcast that was originally started by two girls. We're just very openly talking about modern day dating, a sex, hookup culture, whatever, very sex positive. However, it blew up just so quickly. There's a hashtag that's go, you join the daddy gang if you listen. Damn, dude, smooth. It's, dude, brilliant name, brilliant marketing. They still have a huge calling. One of the co-hosts left, started her own pod. There was some rift. I don't know the whole story about that, but that is probably the biggest podcast that is probably within that kind of more comical sex dating relationships realm like call her yeah. daddy's number one and they're in call her daddy and joe rogan too are both spotify exclusives and maybe crime junkie is too i don't know but that's another thing that a lot of people don't like when a podcast they listen to goes to spotify exclusively because they sign up for a big deal people rage about that online on reddit they people hate that i like spotify i don't see a problem with yeah. it but call her daddy and joe rogan i know for sure like, are what, where else are you gonna listen to it like YouTube, Apple Podcasts. I mean, YouTube. I think uh, I they guess still Apple do the Podcasts videos. Makes sense. I'm just um, not in the Apple ecosystem but, for this shit. No, but there's a ton of ass people like um, Pod Chaser comes up a lot. The people like listening on Pod Chaser. I, I don't know. I, I can't. There's a ton of them. We're on all of them, but people only listen to us on Spotify and Apple, yeah. essentially. Uh, and then the last two, with our numbers, because we have a top six list here for some reason, and the other ones are all five. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know all why right. they did that. Is the daily. Daily News, uh, and then NPR News Now. And I think what's interesting about NPR News Now, 
So Spotify does this thing called the Daily Drive, right? Yeah. Where it, it aggregates music you like, little quick snippets of news. NPR News Now is there because it's very quick. Yeah, news, I actually like quick. that. Yeah, I like it too. Makes sense why it's one of the most popular podcasts. Yeah. They probably kind of bolster that themselves, actually. So I don't know if there's anything surprising there, but it's Spotify Wrapped is just probably for the hate that people like to give it. There's memes about it. It is really one of the smartest things. If you're contributing with the memes and the hate, it's working. Play is going to hate. Play is going to hate, but Spotify is killing the game. They're doing everything right. Yeah. Hey, dude, any app would kill for something like that. Like, you can't, like, like how hard is it to, it is really hard to come up with a strategy and a feature that people just take a hold of so much, adopt it, love sharing it. Like, what would be another brand that could even do this? Like effectively, like what well, I can't think of anything. Uber Eats wrapped. Oh my god, that would just be like shaming myself. You ate Denny's at three a.m. fifteen times. times this year, which the office used to do a lot. I don't think he's done it lately. Yo, I mean, so you have to give me like some. I don't know, not credit, but like at least like back off a little bit. Plantation. Florida does not oh, have that yeah, many fucking options live. late at night to eat. No, like, it was terrible, dude. Oh my god, Hollywood, totally different story. It's a if different you story. Eddie you could think of. We're right. We're literally, we're so close to Fort Lauderdale too. It's like a ten minute drive. Like if there's no traffic, which there's usually not on some of these streets. The whole world has changed. For uh, me. Yeah, we're close to Miami now, dude. I didn't realize until we moved here how close we are to Miami. It's like a twenty minute drive. Bro, I told you we're central. Yeah, we we're, were central, central as shit, fuck. dude. It's great. The great location, Hollywood, Florida. It's yeah. I don't know why we're advertising on our podcast. Ain't sponsoring us. <laughs> sponsor us, please. Spon- the whole city <laughs> government, please, please sponsor us. We're, we're helping you guys out. Oh, um, just speaking of that, it just made me think of like you know we, we do a podcast. We're asking for sponsorships, but I remember we listened to like the Plantation County podcast. Oh yeah, time. the city of Plantation had a podcast. And I guess they had unused benches that have ads on them. So they started putting promotions for their podcast on bench and it worked. I mean, obviously, let's listen to this podcast. We have a podcast. Terrible. We live in play- one of the worst podcasts I've ever heard in, in this sit- local city, suburbia. It, it made no sense. It was just like poorly done. Um, so if you're out there and you worked on the City of Plantation podcast, um, get fucked. That and do better, okay? <laughs> Plantation's a nice city. Nice city. You it grew up nice there. City, yeah. I was there for a year. It was a great I year for me. I kind of grew up there in the area. That's right. Sunrise, yeah. you know. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who cares? But, well, yeah, Sunrise gets a little bit more hood. You feel me? Yeah, y'all, so y'all feel me. I think <laughs> this is this is kind of funny, though. So I, I was thinking of, like, who else could do a rap? And I feel like a site like Pornhub. You'd hear me out. Oh, my God. Hear me out. <laughs> So a, an adult entertainment website, they have data. I mean, I guess people don't like oh, make accounts and shit, though. Like, it's, like, so is it really feasible, though? But, but if I'll it be were, honest, I made an account before. <laughs> I had it. I had it for a short period of time. Um, Favorite videos and stuff. You uh, just like, save I'm them, not yeah. going to lie. They were doing a good, like, great job recommending video. I was like, I was favoriting stuff and whatnot. And then I was like, yeah, this, I, I deleted it. I deleted it. I couldn't I couldn't own that. anymore. I, I really want to give you shit, but I've done that, too, in the past. <laughs> I just I I, I I got to be honest with myself and for the viewers. Yeah. I felt the shame. It was, was great, honestly, for the experience yeah. I had at the top. Pornhub, you're doing a good job with the curation. I can only imagine points. what it's like now. I mean, I don't have the like the account stuff anymore. Whatever like, data scientists oh you guys got on your team, they are fucking they're fucking actually known for job. that. Like I, there's actually articles yeah. put out like when Cutting they aggregate tech. their data. Like just not on their site, like on like 
they have a, I mean, they're probably the biggest in that space, obviously, but uh, imagine if they did one uh, and they called it unwrapped. Oh, damn. That's good. Yeah. You're such a good marketer, dude. Thanks, dude. Oh my God. Yeah. So that that's, that's my idea. Uh, you know, you can pay me for that idea. Whoever wants to pay me, you know, it's a PG idea, you know, but that, that yeah, would, big deal. I mean, if, if you're into that type of thing, Pornhub unwrapped, that'd be even just like a fu- that you share that on Instagram or LinkedIn. You don't even need that. Like that doesn't even need to be a, um, like a real thing that could be a headline or like a sneak peek or like a fake news thing that yeah. would spread virally. It would. Yeah. They should do it. So they should do something about it. It would go viral. <laughs> but you did mention your idea was Uber eats. And that is the meteor topic for today. Stuff with delivery apps. So the reason why we wanted to go into delivery apps, and this is something that I found interesting. So Uber eats, Postmates, DoorDash, they have grown in popularity over the years. That's no secret. We all know about it. We all know what they do. Everyone's tried it. They've had the promo code. Everyone's tried it. I, I mean, pretty much everyone's tried it. It's like eating ass it. these days. You feel me? You feel me. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I don't know who else you're looking for an answer from. It's I just know, you I'm and looking, me. I'm looking at myself. Sure, I feel you. But <laughs> DoorDash in, in other places started to do too, which we'll get into. They are starting a new pilot program at NYC where they are going to have like within 10, 15 minutes, you get deliveries from places, right? So within 10 minutes, they're promising in some cases too. And a lot of it might just be convenience store things or just local restaurants that have stuff ready already. But we've gotten to the point where, you know, 20, 30 minutes isn't enough for Uber Eats. It's like, or or DoorDash or whatever it is, right? People want things right now. So they're all... In what door? Right. Yeah, <laughs> they right. It, they are right. It, it, it makes a lot of sense. So they're promising fifteen minutes or less. Uh, they're spending a lot of money too on getting specific workers for this as well. So if you think about kind of, um, I'm trying to think of an example, but you think of Amazon workers, right? And the reason why they can do same day delivery now and such fast delivery, they built their whole infrastructure, right? Of getting their own workers, forget UPS, forget FedEx. They're barely used anymore. It it started very slow. Like I I remember like two, three years ago, like once in a while, it would be an Amazon truck. Most of the time was UPS or FedEx. That's changed. It's all Amazon now. We talked about in our last episode, they're going to be the largest shipping company in the US by the end of the year. Uh, They're on pace to do it. So what DoorDash is probably looking to do now is create similar type of infrastructure. Well, yeah, they'll still have their people that go to restaurants. Maybe they do Uber Eats. Maybe they do just regular Uber. They DoorDash sometimes too. But people that are directly hired just for this very quick delivery pilot program that they have, only focused on this efficient, maybe it's a local radius, high rate, or it's got to be a local area. Yeah, it's got to be like high populated yeah. areas in NYC. It, it makes a lot of sense. And this is just the gateway into doing something like Amazon has done, right? Because they're hiring people. This is not just like for a per, maybe like they get paid per delivery yeah, or whatever, it, but it seems like they're actually going to pay them a little bit more salaried, a little bit, like a little bit more benefits, like an actual employee there makes rather sense. than like a, a gig They got to do yeah. something to retain people there. Yeah. And what's interesting is I remember when I was in like, Damn, it was a while ago. Like New York City last, it was 2019. I was there for like New Year's. And like yeah. during that time period, I remember they had a lot of different services for delivery. Mm-hmm. We weren't using the standard DoorDash, Postmates, like Uber Eats. Like they had more niche things specifically 
uh, within New York. And I think like this is like to combat that type of stuff. Yeah, it's it's definitely becoming more and more like I mean, there's a especially in that market. There's yeah. a lot going on there, but they are trying to be more competitive and also taking people away from their competitors. It's very smart. So these are going to be full time salaried workers with these extra benefits like I talked about. But imagine you have someone that does Uber Eats and they do DoorDash sometimes too. Maybe they see what has like more volume at the time. Like they, people do switch between the apps often. If DoorDash comes to you and says, hey, you can be a full-time worker for us just doing this service, a lot of benefits, opportunities you normally wouldn't get, you might not say no. You yeah. might just do it. So it, there's a lot of benefits to this if it works out. It's really important too, because Instacart is another example where they are also finding like ways to make it even quicker. I noticed an Instacart locally here, our local grocery store, which is Publix, they have, you know, you can go to Publix, you know, have Instacart within like two hours, you can have a full ass grocery trip delivered right yeah. to your door. But if you want within 15 or 20 minutes, they'll get someone to bring you like their prepared foods, like a rotisserie chicken, a sub. Something like that. Damn. So Instacart is also building out the same functionality. Uh, and one that I don't know how. I used Instacart for the first time like last week. Yeah. Yeah. Instacart. I mean, yeah, I, I like Instacart a lot, actually. But another thing that is uh, big, I think, I don't know if this is national. I have actually no idea. I should probably just look it up right now. But GoPuff is a local service oh down my here. God. And let me tell you about GoPuff. I, I had no desire to have another delivery app in my life other than Uber Eats, maybe DoorDash if there's some promo code or some shit, which they have a lot of promo codes, by the way. You should get on their emails. Like you can get really cheap shit. Like there was one for like, I think 25% off anything you order at Bed Bath & Beyond, PetSmart. Because they're, they're venturing out yeah, of food I think it was 50% too. actually. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. 50% like up to like a $30 value. Or oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, they, there's, they, a, there's yeah, a trick to still, it, you know. But yeah, but there's like, still a good discount. Yeah, it's like if you but, buy dog food and then you buy, you basically get 30, two, yeah. two for like one. Which is really up to 60. It was like up to $30 you can get that. Oh yeah. Yeah, so. I think you were buying cat food. It's cheaper. I did buy yeah. uh, like litter and cat food. Or some but, shit, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of great promos out there. But GoPuff. When I first heard about like, why would I need another service that could just deliver random convenience store things to me? I do need it. And I've used it so much since I first learned <laughs> about it and I got a promo code. So GoPuff down here, they're also integrated into Uber Eats and DoorDash too, yeah. which is interesting. But I think there's extra fees. So I just do it directly to GoPuff. So GoPuff is essentially, they're also building out their own infrastructure. They have like a warehouse essentially of just... Things you would find at a CVS, a Walgreens, some prepared food, a lot of alcohol, uh, things you would need around the house, paper towels, toilet paper, random things that like might you need for a project, tape or whatever it may be, right? So they have a bunch of things on there. They have really good deals. They barely upcharge the products either. And the delivery fee, which they advertise, like, and this is one of their selling points, it's like one or two dollars. Yeah. Which is not much at all. So in the the kicker though with them is. GoPuff gets to your house. Like I had to get to my house as quick as 10 minutes before 15, 20 minutes, no extra charge for that. And it is so quick at all times of the day. doesn't matter. It's insane. I'm going to drop in my experience here. Um, so I think Charlie and I learned about GoPuff around the same time. It was like from the kickball thing we were in. Yeah. GoPuff sponsored a kickball league we were in. Yeah. Fort they gave Lauderdale. some free like grab bags yeah. with like white claws or whatever the hell in there and just miscellaneous shit. So I remember being like, this is weird. 
Charlie told me he used it a couple times. He told me his use cases. I was like, doesn't like I'm like, all right, yeah. whatever, bro. Like, it seems like another thing you could you could just order online. But what I realized is the convenience of speed makes all the fucking oh, difference. Yeah. So I'm gonna just throw this out there candidly. It's a late night on the weekend. I may have eaten an edible. I may have wanted some ice cream. But while I'm on there, there's a lot of house-related shit that I realized I needed that... Trash bags. Trash bags is one of them. I was like, fuck, we're out of trash bags. Fuck, I need stuff to clean my bathroom that I didn't realize I didn't buy yet. And I didn't want to go out to the store to buy it. And then I could also do Amazon. That And it's like 1 a.m. Yeah, uh, it's not that late, but uh, like it, yeah, it, yeah, it could be in this example yeah, right. for the, the audit, theater of the mind, theater know? of the mind. Yes. Yeah, you, you guys know, you guys know what it is, but it's one of these moments where I'm like, oh, I need to buy all these other things that I keep telling myself I need to fucking buy, but I keep forgetting. And they're all small things you can find within this app. So I just add them all to cart. And I was skeptical at first, too. So he said there's a small upcharge. So, you know, I immediately go um, online and I'm like, OK, cool. Let me see what this is actually normally charged for. It's about a dollar, you know. So, I mean, unless you're buying like 40 things and like, yeah, you're getting yeah. upcharged a bit. But it's like I was buying a few things um, right off the bat. They were upcharged maybe one dollar each. Some things were like double packed. Now, unless you're going to like like the only argument you could tell me is like maybe you're going to go to Costco and buy all this shit wholesale. But like. For the convenience of not leaving your house, getting all of that in 15 minutes with your fucking ice cream, unfucking real. It is. It's super quick. There's no upcharge. And they have deals in there too. Like they have like legitimate deals, like like you would see at your grocery store. Yeah. Like Ben and Jerry's, Halo Top ice cream. Not that I know from way too much experience. <laughs> Bogos all the time. Just like your grocery store. Yeah, it's hard to ignore a BOGO of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> let me tell you, I don't think I ever have. So it's, it's they have it for other stuff ignore. too. They have um, it's really hard. They have like you know on all types of items there. I mean, it's it's legit. I if if GoPuff's available in your area, like we'll put a link in our description to it. But like if it's available, I highly recommend it. They have referral codes too. You don't have to use ours, but like if you find one on there, you get like a free ten I or fifteen believe, bucks. Like, I, I'm like, still in shock that I'm 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 a supporter of it. Yeah, I, I, I was too. I was like, why would I need another delivery app? This makes no sense. But it literally barely upcharges you. You would just have to pay the tip essentially. That's it. Yeah, and that depends on if you tip or not. Yeah, if you tip. I mean, you you tip, right? You are priming yeah, me. So I feel like I, I'm sitting in the hot seat right now. It's getting hot on this beanbag I'm in right now. Yeah, this is probably going to be a spicy topic for some. but um. So we're getting spicy right now. So um, up until recently, I've always tipped somewhere between 15 to 20%. On um, delivery apps. Delivery apps, Uber right? Uber Eats. Yes. So we're talking about delivery apps specifically. Yeah. Within the delivery apps... Um, at least Uber Eats, particularly, I know that you can put in no tip until you receive the delivery. I don't fuck with that. I wait until I get my shit delivered to see if like things are done decently. Oh, you do that? Yeah. Okay. I, I kind of stopped doing that because you can still lower it afterwards. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. But well, yeah, let me let me get to it. Okay. Later. Well, I mean, thank you for mentioning. That's important to know. Well, I used to do that, but you know, standard sort of fifteen to twenty percent, which is range. a lot. That adds up. It does for um, Uber Eats orders. Yes. Recently, I've dropped it down to two, two dollars a flat fee, and and explain why you've done this. So I've done this after I've discussed this with you. We've had some discourse about it, and you know, I was telling you, I was like, yeah, like this, like you know, getting stuff off delivery apps, like you know, it's convenient at times when you need it, but like 
it gets pricey. And then I think like and somehow- And you were also thinking too, like, you know, Charlie gets a lot of delivery. Oh, that shit must like, add up. Like so, with the 15 for 10, 80%, yeah, like just go pick it up. Yeah, right? in passing, you mentioned you tip $2 to more depending on the situation, but typically standard is like your $2 range. Yeah. So this is something I think a lot of people give us hate for particularly at work. Uh, you know, a lot of people that have worked in the service restaurant industry, I get it in America. We force people to tip. We don't just pay like other countries. The workers totally get it. When I'm at a restaurant, when I'm anywhere service related, I tip well. However, I was an early adopter of Uber Eats. Not that this you know, changes that mindset. But for me a little bit, I guess it does actually. Uh, you could not tip on Uber Eats for like the first four years that I've Uber Eats. Like you couldn't tip. It was just like you paid the fee and that was it, right? Not that I wouldn't want to tip, but like you just couldn't do it. And that was just how it worked. And that was a bait and switch. Uber Eats got people into their ecosystem because they're like, oh shit, I don't have to tip. Like that's one of the reasons yeah. I hate getting delivery. And, and, and rightfully so, like it, it, it's a lot of money. It is. It adds up. Now, then when Uber Eats slowly started incorporating it, you have the option or you can add a little bit like preset amounts. Now they're telling you to do 15 to 20% like you're sitting in the restaurant, right? On top of some delivery fees, which I don't pay too many of because I do have the Uber one thing, which is like $9.99 a month because I get way too much Uber Eats. And they also gives you discounts on Ubers, which I've been Ubering a lot more lately. So it, it Uber One, look into it. it. It gives you a lot. It used to be called it, the Uber Eats. Pass. I used it during. Like, I remember I was like in during yeah. COVID. I was like, yeah, I'm doing it. Like, yeah, it, it makes sense. sense. Like, but Nafis was under the impression that I tip 15 to 20 percent every single Uber Eats order. Like, damn, and this I dude do not. Is fucking balling. I mean, I might be balling, but I ain't balling there. I'll tell you that. It's that's way too much money. Uh, so I do tip by default on Uber Eats. Dog. I feel like I, I people will hate this. This is this is a spicy topic. It is. Because I tip two dollars by default. I, I do. As soon as you realize that I only tip two dollars, you literally like, what the hell, oh, dude? I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I could be doing this the whole time. Yeah, you were like, dude. I only thought I thought you did that, so that's why I was doing that. And I was like, no, my man. And, and the other thing too. So a lot of people don't tip on Uber Eats. I'm, I'm very I find into, that unbelievable though. A like, lot of people don't. Maybe more do now, a little bit more than maybe previous years. But I'm a nerdy. I like Uber Eats so much. I have no idea why. I so love their whole ecosystem. I, think what, I keep up with Reddit. Yeah. And the drivers constantly say most of their deliveries do not have tips. Oh my God. So yeah. no wonder why people be loving me when I give fucking full ass tips. But here, here's why I guess like, so normally I'd be skeptical about this, right? I'd yeah. be like, if somebody just random told me this, I'd be like, you're a fucking asshole. Not me. I'm not an asshole. It's though. not. I mean, you're also, you're just naturally an asshole, but here's where it, it's a little bit different. You use this app consistently. You have a very high Uber rating. Um, you know, when orders do not go right and you reply back within the app, like, yeah. you know, they give you refunds of an exorbitant amount, you know, sometimes more than that might be necessary. Yeah. And that's where I was like, well, if that's the case and you've been doing fucking $2 tipping this whole fucking time, I'd be fucking Uber eating all day at this point. I know you, you would have, yeah, you would have probably spent a lot more. So maybe you're welcome. I mean, but the thing I is, know, you I, pro- so the thing is I probably spent the same fucking amount and just time. For less. You probably spent no, the less. same amount, but like also spent time to pick up stuff too, right? No, I probably spent the same fucking amount, but got less food. Oh, I got like all <laughs> with the tips. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was, I don't know why I was clicking. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And so a couple things to clarify here. One, that is my base thing. So like Novice is saying, he waits until after the delivery comes to tip which I think in theory is the right way to do it. But Uber makes that annoying now, honestly, 
just like go back you have to think about it they'll give you notifications like hey like you know your order got there pretty quick from julio like do you oh, want to give him a tip and I'm like, i literally put zero and then any next time yeah. i open up the app and it'll be even if it's like a week later yeah. or something yeah oh that's Fuck the it. other thing too i i agree with you there will be times where i don't think about till a week later and i'll go back and do it when i used to do it that way now i put two dollars in before the delivery and that's it i will clarify though it's a very large order i do more i'll do like you know, maybe four, six, eight dollars, depending on how large the order is. And Charlie does get bigger orders. He, I do. I do get bigger he does, orders, especially if there's like buy one get one. Like he oh, will yeah. double stack yeah. up, make it happen. Yeah. So I I do that. Also, I will go back if there is a really good experience. Maybe bad weather. Maybe they're very pleasant to talk to, or they whatever it is. I don't know. I will give more. I, I'm not. I'm not like you know not noticing these things, but I do think with Uber Eats. To have it be the same amount as you went to a restaurant, it, it just doesn't sit right with me. It just does not. Like 15 to 20%. I mean, it's 20% at restaurants now, essentially. Like everyone will give you shit if it's even 15 now. But like, that, I, I just, I don't think I, it's the same experience. It's just not. Uh, so I'm, I'm, and there's already delivery and service fees. I don't know exactly where I land on all of this yet, but what does change the game for me is to, Circle back to the beginning of this episode where we have installed all these cameras. Oh, I know what you're going to bring up. And I'm thinking about what is that? This goes back to the GoPuff delivery that I had recently. And and I will clarify before you start. If you said this before this experience, GoPuff drivers have been the nicest delivery drivers ever. super nice go out of their way so nice because it's they they, again they're they're outsourcing to people that are working a little bit more closely with gopuff not just anyone yeah they do outsource a little bit like uber but not in the same way but that that's neither here or there so in general like uh, my experience with gopuff and their drivers has been phenomenal like i'll like step outside they're still kind of closed maybe like filling out stuff on their phone i'll see them i'll say hello they just greet me with energy that like it does like it can be fake but they're doing a good job at yeah. the fake customer service or whatnot. So uh, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the camera for this contactless delivery. Um, I didn't even really look at it. I got the notification for it just to know that it was delivered. Charlie sends me a screenshot of this person who's on camera and says, "Who the fuck is this?" Um, what What did I say as a response? I don't recall what you said as a response. Oh, I remember now. I, I can pull it up very quickly here. I think I said it was one of my girlfriend's friends uh, coming to hang out. I don't think you said that actually. You, you did say that. I did I'm say sorry. That. You did absolutely say that. Uh, it's um, a, it's a, I don't want to give a description, a physical description of what this person was. I will do it for you, novice. She looked like she would smell like a whopper at a gym. And, um, <laughs> Maybe she husky had a size. Huge. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Scratch what I said. Um, she might be We're husky. getting fucking canceled. And. On her shirt was this huge circle around the whole shirt, a very large circle, uh, and, and inside the circle, a very large marijuana leaf. Um, which you know, I, there, I I think the whole reason we're telling this story is because of the terrible experience she provided. Right? Otherwise, we'd have nothing to say. Thank you for the delivery. Appreciate you. Doesn't matter. The weed thing on the shirt doesn't matter. He just admitted to having an edible. We don't care. But <laughs> just just in it. case you missed that, in case you missed that earlier. But, yeah, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> but listen, what happened with this lady? <laughs> so I think one, like, so it, that's where we got, like, one, I feel like Big Brother because of this. 
But like we've got these two cameras, fucking high def video, yeah. high def fucking audio. You hear every fucking word thing as she's walking up to the house. She's just like, oh damn, I said bleep that shit out. I'm not bleep that shit out. I'll try. You literally you said the word again. <laughs> yeah, I can't fix that. Okay, yeah, we're, we're, we're out of here, baby. Let's go. I'm All getting right. spicy. She's walking up to the doorstep. She is upset. She, You can eat, hear her breathing heavily. She's like, I can't believe these people. And then and she's just like. You can't hear her breathing heavily. Yeah. Like, he's not lying. <laughs> I'm surprised the get, they're picking this up. She's just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, it's 60. I was about to say her street number. I'm not going to yeah, say that. Not, we live in Hollywood. Let's not give more information. She sees the street number. She's like, she confirms that it's correct. I can't believe I can't see this. You guys should make this bigger, like, and she's just the, saying the house like, number. Yeah, she. Yeah. You couldn't. You can't see the house. I mean, you can see the house number. Like to be and honest, then, like you yeah. can see it. You we can have see our lights it. on and shit. And yeah. then you know she like gives some like as she puts it down, she gives an exasperated sigh. She's like, for fuck's sake, and then like walks off. Yeah, which I found absolutely fucking hilarious when I watched it because I was not expecting any of that. And just to be able to see this yeah. interaction and feel like this weird big brother being like, oh my god, all this shit's on camera and like. This woman doesn't even know that this is happening, and I'm sitting here laughing in my bedroom watching this happen. It's kind of like when you're on hold when you call somewhere and they have music going, and maybe you turn to someone that you're with, or maybe you just mutter stuff to yourself. That's exactly what. And it's then like. they can hear everything. You're just yeah. on hold. It's it's a mute button with music. It's it's there's nothing more than that, right? Same thing with drive-through deliveries, right? Where like you know they could hear whoever's at the thing at all times. Like, it's not like they just switch it off randomly. Like when they're not talking to yeah. you, they're not ready for you. So it's kind of like that, except we have a visual as well. Um, but hilarious, yeah. I think you didn't tell a lot of that story, but she was really cursing us in in terms like. But she literally was just like cursing about our house number. And how she couldn't see it. And it is very visible. Like, it so is. I like, no one's house, ever had look, it. The house number is pretty visible. Um, what yeah. I would say, if I'm going to qualify for her, like, we got that weird fucking foyer and it's got a lot of plants and shrubbery and, like, the houses are kind of close. So, like, it's, yeah, you know, like, I yeah, mean, maybe you get a little confused, but, like, don't be talking shit or, or, I don't know. I don't no, know. no one's had trouble finding our house so far that I've no. given, like, that address to. No, actually, yeah. yeah. And it, 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 you should have trouble, but no one's had trouble. Like, yeah. I would think this is the most confusing place I've ever lived and no one's had trouble. It's weird. It, yeah, it, it, it works out. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's like against all odds. We've got like weird street parking, all that stuff. Honestly, street parking is fine. It's not that bad, at least at night. I don't know. Yeah, the street parking's not bad. I mean, we do have a driveway we can utilize when we don't feel like street parking, which yeah. makes it a lot easier. We have a driveway yeah. to garage We've got the in our option. alley. We in got the, backyard. the option. We get to check out weird the ass scene. city. Weird ass city. <laughs> yeah, I, I think with, with the delivery apps, dude, Quick is what is winning the game. Quick is cameras, making it. You can see everything going on, but everything's moving that way. I mean, you know, you see it with Amazon, same day delivery. Sometimes you get Amazon, like the, the Whole Foods integration. You get things very quickly too. Instacart. But whoever's going to make it and continue to grow is going to have to have things. It's just extremely quick. It's going to have to continue to increase. Restaurants will always have that challenge with the kitchen. But they're, they're just going to continue to find ways to have prepared food or things ready to go instantly and someone waiting. And then more and more people use the apps. Next step is the, the drones, cheap. baby. Drones. That's what traffic. Real, yeah. Just cut out all the workers. Just fucking drones. Dude. Soon, baby. Ha- it's going to happen. It is. It's going to be really fucking yeah. weird until like the way it makes me think about is like, you know, I've got some friends who are like. Yo, I can't be into Alexa. They'd be yeah. hearing me and everything. Yeah. Same. And 
everyone's got those friends. And then like they're over your place and they're like, like, hey, Alexa, turn the lights on. And they're like, oh, shit. That li- well, our Alexa is literally trying to do shit right now. Oh, fuck. She, oh, she didn't say anything. Great. The lights are on already. Very good. Very smart. Yeah, smart device. Very good. Um, and then they see that kind of thing yeah. and they're like, yeah, that's kind of clutch. Like every yeah, time. And, and whenever you gift an Alexa to someone. I've done this. Yeah. Yeah. And they like, they're like, I'm so against it. They like, like, oh, you know what? I actually set it up. Uh, and then, yeah, I turn the lights on. Yeah, I like, turn the lights on. It plays on. my <laughs> music. And, you know, it tells me the weather. It's like, it tells me the news. Good alarm clock. Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't know whose voice I'm imitating, but yeah, it's a, people, it's a good gift to give. It's like one of those easy gifts to give to someone that doesn't have it, but now almost nearly everyone has Everyone it. has something Everyone like has these shit. At this point, I'm upset because I'm like, I was, I bought a fucking Alexa device and I was like, during Black Friday, I was like looking for bundles. I'm like, what the fuck is this Alexa going to come with these days? But yeah, they don't usually do Alexa just come with everything because there's they so don't many do it Alexas anymore because they did it for so long. God, Amazon's companies. so smart, dude. They're fuck. just, they're... They only didn't need to do that for like one to two years oh or three years. And then every other company that was giving away like freebies or fucking swag, they were throwing that in there. And now everyone's got one. I know. It's, it's, it's so smart, dude. It's insane. But you know what? We talked about Spotify wrapped. We wrapped up a few things in this episode, like the Fat Charlie content. But you know what? Let's wrap up everything, baby. Episode 26 or 28th recorded episode. Let's send the people home. They're probably already home or, or at work or wherever you listen to us. But let's send them somewhere. Send them to the next thing okay. in their life. Well, for our new podcast listeners, if you're enjoying this episode, please go on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Even if you're not even listening on that platform, it really helps yeah. us. Then if you're not already subscribed on uh, Spotify, give us a quick follow. It helps. Follow us on Instagram. We do post content. And by we, I really mean Charlie. And then from time to time, I go in there and message his ex-girlfriends. Um, and then uh, give us a follow on at not to be tech on Twitter. We do have some TikTok content coming soon. If you want to be one of the first followers Follow us at not to be technical on TikTok. There's nothing there, but we will have stuff soon. It's coming, baby. As usual, stay tuned for the next episode. Gang, gang. Buzz, buzz. That's not our podcast. Gang, gang, buzz, buzz. (laughs) It's literally another podcast catchphrase. (laughs) 